Hello. Hello. I just realised I always wear this jumper. Well, Probably, it's very uh, warm. Because it's been so cold today. Hi guys. <laughs> having a little chat. Um, tonight's live is with the Natalie, the lovely Natalie Mendelssohn. Um, hopefully you guys will start joining and then, oh hi Ella. Hi Ella. Hi Ella. <laughs> Give us a wave. Or if you just come across us by accident and quickly uh, moved on. Oh, and Kitchen with Dad. Hello, it's a family, it's a family affair. Hi, Gabby. Thanks for joining. We are going to wait for Natalie to join. And then once she has joined, she will we'll share the screen with her. We'll split the screen. Um, we're telling your followers that we started a live video. Indeed. We were just discussing our day. Hi, Gabby. Um, and that we're probably disproportionately tired. Always on a Sunday. Hi, Hi Natalie. Natalie. If you, uh, you should ask to join us. Exactly. Um, it's absolutely freezing outside. I know, like, obviously, it's stating the obvious, but um, it's actually, it's actually I've actually refused to walk the dogs today. Danny did both the walks. Um, I don't think, I think it's too cold for them, to be honest. But. Yes, you tell yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Your big wolf dogs. Uh, go live with Natalie. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Ben. Give us a wave. Hi, Hi Natalie. Hi. Okay, we are in the top. I never know if we're going to be in the top or the bottom. So just if we anchor ourselves, that works. Is that too close? <laughs> Perfect. I never know who's, I mean, we should know by now, I guess, to start you up. Um, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you both? Yes, good. Good, thanks. Um, coming to the end of uh, Suicide Sunday, am I allowed to say that? Well, Sundays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you weekends. <laughs> weekends are not really weekends anymore, are they? No. Well, yeah. Sunday... <laughs> like such a nice day I always say this I always think what we used to do on a Sunday you know you have a brunch go to an art museum and I don't know walk around town do nice <laughs> things now it's like football races and yeah, clearing up and whatever but washing like piles and piles of washing things like that yeah luckily okay. I know my husband's watching and he'll be annoyed at me if I don't say that he does all the washing so that's, that's well I think husband is at home folding washing too so. fine there you go then we've married good ones yeah. <laughs> we we got sent such a cute um reel today um, and it's a husband saying it's so strange since we moved into this house i put the washing down and no matter what it comes out clean you just have to <laughs> here and the wife is going and he's going and the table it's more than cute it's absolutely hilarious yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll share it later on our stories can't hear you interesting either of us can you hear any of us jesse can you hear us i know jesse's on here i don't know if... hi jesse can someone maybe that's what everyone's calling let me just oh um, replies because that would be a disaster yes now okay okay oh okay and me okay and Ash, that's my husband saying he can hear everything <laughs> and there's your husband saying the same there you go <laughs> all right cool well let's get started um so, so, so why don't you introduce yourself 
So my name is Natalie and I am an ex-secondary school teacher and a current Pilates instructor and women's health coach. Do you, I, I've got a question just straight out. Do you prefer working with teenagers or adults? <laughs> Um, actually, I have to say, I loved working with teenagers. I didn't leave that job because of anything to do with not liking the job. Um, I just found it, I found I had a calling for something and it was something different. But I did give 10 years of service to that job and I loved it. Um, and I left very happily, like enjoying the job. But I'd had a baby and it's not quite, it, I know for some people they'd say teaching is a really good job to do when you've had kids. Um, but some of them might not be teachers. Um, it's not. It's not easy actually uh, when you've got a small child. And I was running A level subjects, um, rewriting like, like schemes of work, and it was just so busy and so much work. And I had a calling for something else. And ba basically, having a baby liberated me and made me feel like now is the right time to go and pursue this career that I'm now doing. And I'm so happy I did it. <laughs> My calling. So I've always been. Well, I suppose I, I was teaching, I was always into fitness anyway. My mum, it's like something that my mum like gave to me, a gift that she gave to me. And then I started, I did all my qualifications during, while, while I was a teacher. And I started teaching classes while I was still a full-time teacher. I even taught at one of the schools I worked in, I taught the teenagers, which was really nice. They loved it. They loved Pilates. And I hope some of them actually still do it to, like, to this day. Um, and I basically had, I had a child and my recovery, my birth, my pregnancy, everything was so like straightforward, which I know from having my second child, I, how lucky I was with that situation. My yeah. healing was so good that I felt like I, and I'd been, and I'd already done all my studying and I, I thought, oh, this actually works. And I know that there's, I had so many, I didn't even need to market myself. I had so many women saying, please, can you train me? Please, can you train me? I was fully qualified by this point and had had a baby. And that was my calling. So I decided that that was what I was going to do. And I'd, I went back to work just briefly and I was like, I, I can't be here. I need to, I've, I really, I, when I say a calling, I felt like I had to leave and start this career. Um, um, yeah. Tell us about Pilates. We're, as you know, we're personal trainers. We, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say I've never done a Pilates class. I can't believe that. No, because you know what got, I, me certainly interested in fitness is almost the high it's the I'm not talking cardio I'm talking you know the sort of high you get from lifting crazy heavy weights and mm. like um working in a slow and steady I know it's so good for you but I always feel like not that it's a waste of time but it feels so um frustrating you know I know mm. the balance as well yeah well I have I have a um did quite a lot of yoga kind of growing mm yoga teacher so I did a lot of yoga growing up and did quite a lot of yoga postnatally and then when I got into the other side of kind of you know what we do now that kind of took over and and I stopped doing the yoga side of things um, mm -hmm. which I, there are I do understand and uh, remember the benefits mm. uh, but you know time and other things took over um, so yeah, so tell us about well the difference really between, yeah. and we will go into your coaching, but let's just mm. start with the Pilates. So Pilates is nothing like yoga, <laughs> just to start that off. I know. Nothing, yeah, nothing like yoga. Um, so re I find it really hard to explain what Pilates is, despite the fact I'm quite articulate and I um, do it all the time. But it's really hard because for every single person, it's something completely different. So when I was 22 and I started doing Pilates, it completely changed my body and I was a complete gym bunny. 
I was doing body combat, body pump, um, I don't know, running on the treadmill all the time. Um, when I look at pictures of myself when I was young, and I was in, I was in great shape in terms of my fitness, but I was very like, like a bit swollen looking and a bit stressed looking and a bit puffy looking. And I realized I was living on cortisol. So now all these years later, one of the things I love about Pilates is it works you in such an intense way without bringing your cortisone levels up. So the benefits, there's only really benefits. There's no, you're not going to get that extra stress on the body. For someone like me, I also lift weights. So I, my teacher used to tell me off because I should have only done Pilates, which I don't believe actually. So I also lift heavy weights. And what I have found is since having two children that doing all that Pilates before was like an investment in my body. So now I'm 37. I've had two children. One was a C-section and I am stronger than I've ever been in my whole life. And I can lift the heaviest weights now. I know you guys can relate to that as well. Um, and for me, the foundation of all of that is Pilates because of the it's a kind of it's an investment it's an insurance policy i should say to stop you getting injuries if you do want to go and lift heavy weights it's my my weight my approach is if you want to go for a run whatever it is you want to do use pilates as your insurance so that you can do it till you're you know till you're in your 90s or 80s whatever your plan is um also you know lifting heavy weights is a great thing to do but there's going to be an age where we might just not be lifting weights anymore. So I find there's like um, a longevity to doing Pilates. You can start any age. I've got clients in their 70s that I train and they are in amazing shape. And by that, I mean, they can do everything. They're flexible. They're not, in, they're not having aches and pains. A lot of um, women I notice at this kind of age, mid 30s, late 30s, early 40s have slip discs. So also if they want to keep in, in some kind of shape and strength, I can build that muscle with them, but they're lying on a mat most of the time. So yes, for some people that might be boring. Um, but for when I think when you nail Pilates and you get into it, it's, it's not boring at all. It's the best. It really I, is. Yeah, I totally um, see that. What's the difference between reformers? Because um, a lot of people prefer or, you mm. know, preference between reformers. I think it's a whole system. So you don't like I when I first was introduced to Pilates, I was doing my teacher had everything. So we had the reformers, the chairs, the tower and the mat work. For me, the mat work is you, you, ha you have nothing to rely on. It's I can see lots of my clients coming on now. So hopefully they'll agree. But the, um, the mat work is fundamental. Basically, if you if someone tells you you can go on to a reformer and you've not done any of the mat work, you're not going to get in, as, uh, in my opinion, you're not going to get as much out of it. If you are someone who does mat work and then you go on to the reformer, you're going to get the hugest benefits because they really do lend itself. Now, Reformer was actually meant to be, a, it was a hospital bed. That's, it was based on um, war, pr prisoners of war who were poorly in their hospital beds. And Joseph Pilates wanted, knew if he got them exercising, he would stop them from getting all the, there was a Spanish flu going on. Anyway, I used to be a history teacher, so I'm going to be careful not to bore you too much. But it's really, it is actually really interesting. And that, that's really, the Reformer started um, that way and it was you know you lie on a bed you can move your limbs and the, that was exercise and he was like he realized himself he found a genius method because these people not only were they stronger but they were actually also not getting these horrible illnesses um so that's what the reformer now it's a gimmick now it's a really cool craze um i love pilates i love the reformer for 20 minutes i don't think i need to do a whole hour on it i don't love how pilates has become very commercialized but that's that's a whole other conversation. So the reformer looks really cool and trendy. But if I have you on a mat, I will, I will work you. I will work you very hard. It's brilliant. Does that answer the question? I don't, I'm not sure if it does. <laughs> I think so. I, but a lot of people, when they come to Pilates, um, it's for core strength. 
So a lot of doctors and um, other people will prescribe Pilates as a form of exercise to help strengthen core. Mm. But it... So, you know, um, so tell us more about all the little muscles that you work. And... You work every single muscle. And if you think in a perfect program, I'm not sure if I, this is kind of how I coach women. I say ideally that t at least twice a week you work every single muscle group. Well, in Pilates, it's so easy because you work every single muscle group. And the way I teach it, you can't really switch anything off. So for a whole hour, obviously within reason, and it's not to be like killing you at the end, but we're working. So if, I, if we're doing an abdominal exercise, I'm going to get you to work your glutes at the same time. I'm going to help you find your quads, um, the hip flexors. I'm going to help you find other parts of your body. But you think you're doing an ab exercise. You don't get that in like a crazy fast class where they're getting you to do 100 sit-ups which I don't believe it. that's that's not a thing for me but you know you whereas I'll get you to do 10 of my version and you'll be like whoa I have never felt that in my life before I you guys have got to have a, a session with me <laughs> okay and um, the other problem is I had a client who came in last week and she's a postnatal client and she told me she mm. went to Pilates class with reformers and she said and mm. they lunges and lifting weights above my head and I'm thinking oh my goodness you know first of all there's no need for that but second no ask if you were postnatal at all you know her fitness was very basic and it felt kind of um well like you said it's like sad like it's like everyone wants to make their um classes possibly as exciting and um you know different as possible to I keep definitely yeah. think that um, really really difficult people will. you know what the basics work the basics work and that is it's sorry but it's boring the basics work and when you're going to a reformer class if you see any other equipment, just at FYI, it's not a reformer class. You don't need other equipment in a reformer class. You just need the reformer. If you're on a mat, fine, get all the equipment. But if you start seeing them doing lunges and getting you to lift weights, you're doing a, a it's probably that, that, that individual, I'm sure they're an amazing trainer, but they probably are not a classical mat or classical Pilates trained trainer instructor. A little bit of sort of showing off everything you know. We always found in, um, I mean, you were in Virgin Active, the, mm. there would be, excited trainers who were newly qualified and they had you know a lady in their 60s on one leg on a bosu mm. doing crazy things and it's almost like i want to show you everything i know how to do yeah who you are or you know what your background is yeah feels ever so slightly like that yeah exactly okay all right well moving on a little bit um you have started a new qualification mm -hmm. that you're kind of going you're still a pilates teacher mm -hmm. but also <laughs> going to be doing some other stuff so yeah so um, so basically I, I won't bore you too much with it um I'm I suddenly another calling I suppose is I, I I think social media made me feel very cross that we're telling women I you know let's burn loads of calories do loads of cardio you need to lose weight and it should be and, and that's how you're that's kind of what we're telling well not we're but that's what people are being told and I, I just managed to attract other Instagram or social media individuals. And I was really loving this message that we need to lift weights because we need to. There's no, it's like we have to brush our teeth. Yeah. Um, we have to shower every day. We have to lift weights. We have to be strong. Yeah. We have to strengthen our muscles, right? And I know it's not easy for people. So I'm a coach because a coach is, I, I, will, I can hold you accountable to a program that I would create for you. Um, and the aim of that program is, is purely to build skeletal muscle. 
which then has so many other health benefits. It's a bit like that joke, you know, if someone tells you there's something wrong with them, you're going to tell them to do Pilates. It's like they make the joke about Pilates teachers, and I'm sure you've heard that. Um, and I think it's the same. And, and when I talk about strength training, I put Pilates and weight training in the, in the same bracket because I would always do both with a person. Because I would also know then they're not going to probably get any injuries. If they're doing it on their own, if it's an online coaching client, then I know if I'm getting them to do enough Pilates with their weight training, not only are they going to build muscle, they're also going to improve their posture. They're, you're also just going to, you're, you're, you're kind of ticking all the boxes. And the one thing I won't be is a weight loss coach because I do believe in the method that if that is something that they need, it will ha that's going to happen anyway by osmosis. But it doesn't have to be the final goal because what we actually want to do is be able to run around after our children, our grandchildren, and also just enjoy our lives when we are in our 40s and our kids are older and whatever. Um, I think that that's, so it's, it's so important to me. And I found a qualification that is going to allow me to coach women and you know hopefully spread that message more. It's really awesome. interesting because we, we do um, coach women to help them lose weight. And we really believe that if you want to lose weight, you know, everyone's entitled to. Um, but what we really struggle with is getting people to differentiate between mm. strength training, the exercise for, for, you know, what you're saying, longevity, for, to build muscle, to build armor, body armor. Yes. Versus using the exercises as a punishment or a way to mm. go. And it's, I would say it's the one thing that we struggle with most, just trying mm. to do. And I hear it every day. It's not even, I mean, even, you know, people who sort of eat too much, they go, oh, but it's fine because I'm going for a run tomorrow. And you sort of think, but, you know, where, how have you come to that conclusion? And these yeah. people aren't even necessarily have any sort of weight to lose. It's just mm. seems. And but, it was always, but it was always the reason why we got clients in the first place, you know, mm. with but before we were nutritionists, we were just personal. Mm. Yeah, people would. Mm. And when you would ask them their goal, it was to lose weight and tone up. Yeah. That was, that was their goal. And no one, everyone kind of thought that they should come to us as their first port of call when it was weight loss. Mm. You know, exercise and us uh, creating a, a program for you where, yes, we can help you get stronger and essentially tone up. Mm. Uh, but actually the exercise isn't going to be the thing that makes you lose weight no and the diet is the most important yeah. part yeah and, so. and um you know add to it that we almost reel people in uh, you know on the promise of losing weight and they will lose weight but we do take a very you know similar approach in that we get people you know obviously increasing protein and doing all the, mm. the um, you know you have to do and it, we try and cross so if they come in from an exercise perspective and from a you know, that whole longevity perspective, we get them also eating protein. And if they come in from a weight loss, you know, and it very much all um, comes down to the same thing, but it's about yeah. how, you, um, how you sell it, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. And, when, and whatever way you do it, if you're building muscle, you're going to increase your metabolism. Um, and if you're eating healthily, you're going to balance out your body, you're going to balance out your hormones. So it's a win-win situation, really. Um, and I think if we just stop telling women that they need to be skinny and you know, lose loads of weight and, and not eat enough food, because actually that's not going to build any muscle and that's going to go against what we're all trying to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, as you said, you've got two little kids. Mm -hmm. So tell us what a week looks like. Tell us, A, how you juggle. Oh, so I'd love to hear, you know, what exercises you, you do. I know how me and Charlotte schedule it in with our sort of broods. 
but you know tell us give us a I don't know how I do it to be honest with you I'm joking um (laughs) sometimes I do think what have I done this week um I I just I literally fit it in so I know my week schedule I know all the clients I'm going to see and all the other things I have to do and I find half an hour gaps in my week. I also don't train like tons and tons, believe it or not. So maybe I need to find three half an hour sessions in the week and I train at home. So I just get my bits out. I have my plan of what I'm going to do. And I do that. Obviously, I know I'm teaching alongside that and I might join in a bit in my, one of my Pilates classes every now and again. And I, I do treat myself to a trainer once a week as well. I have an amazing trainer. I do it with my sister. So I get some time with my sister as well. Um, who's also a PT. So I, I kind of invest those half an hour slots and then I do once a week have a session with a trainer. Um, but if I don't make one of those sessions, I don't, I used to get, I used to get so like obsessed and worried. Oh, I've missed my half an hour. I've missed my workout. And now I think it's okay. Cause I've done the hundreds of other workouts this year and I, it's, it's got me covered, you know, it's covered me sometimes also, I just want to go for a walk. I don't even want to lift any weights. Um, so I think nowadays when I, because I'm not, I don't put so much of an emphasis on how much I'm training. Whereas when I was younger, when I said to explain about what I was like when I was younger, I, I went, I trained six days a week. If I didn't train six days a week, I thought something was wrong and I panic about it. When you had children, you don't really have time. You don't have all this time in the world. So when you realize actually I've made a really big difference to my body, in fact, a better difference in these shorter workouts where you just get on with it, you know what you're doing. I do think following a plan is really important so really? either a... so, so do you write yourself a bit of a program to follow yeah exactly yeah um, so I know what I want to achieve throughout the week and like I said I, I aim to work two muscle groups at least every single week I mean we we train in exactly the same way we train we do two half and we actually train together three days a week so we do two mm. half sessions we have an hour session with a strength and conditioning coach and then on a Sunday, we sort of, well, you do your big one on a Saturday and I do it on a Sunday. We yeah. do one more workout. But people are always amazed. People sort of think, well, don't you need to work out more? Like people mm. don't get these, you know, maximum effect workouts in half an hour. And someone said to me recently, they just joined our program and they said, but it's three workouts a week enough. And I'm just like, hold on a minute. How many workouts are you doing at the moment? None. Mm. Well, of course, workouts are enough. You know, yeah. that's out to begin with get one absolutely scheduled make it a non-negotiable and then think about adding a second or third but it's like people want to dive in head first yeah exactly there's not enough um yeah guys involved yeah so do you have to get up super early for your workout so you working out like at lunchtime when do you when yeah so i i actually used to do that getting up before the kids and i I then realized that I value my sleep way more than I value my workouts. So I decided to stop doing that. Um, and now I fit, I do fit them in. So literally it will be at lo- like a before lunch. Um, it is, or before I'm about to pick up the kids, I just make sure I get it done. And I've already, I already know on a Sunday night, I do think scheduling on a Sunday is very important. I always tell my clients to do the same, but I work out in my week when I'm going to train. I make sure my husband knows um, and that's it. And it's like I say, it's kind of half an hour, maybe a little bit more if I'm lucky. But as long as I get the workout that I've planned done, then that is absolutely fine with me. I've got a, a question. Do you ever get distracted working out at home? I, my, I've got a little studio here and it's right next to my kitchen and I find that I can hear everything that's going on and, you know, I'm sort of going in and out between sets. Yeah. And I find it really tricky. Um, there is a little bit of that, but I think because I'm, I've got to get this thing done in half an hour, I, I, am, I'm, I put the music on and I do have to sort of tell myself this is my gym for half an hour 
Um, so I try my best to do that. But of course, there are times, and obviously this is when the kids aren't here. If the kids are here, then it's, it's, a, it's more of an hour because it's like I'm stopping every two seconds. And sometimes I do have to train when they're with me, but I want them to feel like I'm with them. So that might be a bit of a longer winded thing. But otherwise, I think I have after all this time. I mean, it's been like nearly three years. I've, I've worked out that I just need to give my, don't tidy up, just make enough space, get on with it. And then I've got all the time to, to do the other stuff. Yeah, I'm lucky enough to have my gym kind of um, in my garden. And so I have to go out the house. That's and- good. Yeah, no one walks in. There. No they? one bothers me. <laughs> and which is uh, pretty great, actually. <laughs> what, what time do you teach till? How do you make it work with the kids and pickups and after-school activities? And I just basically work up until I pick them up. I'm really lucky that I have a, a nice um, a number of clients that spread out throughout the week so that I can finish in time to pick up the kids. And um, obviously, like, like, I have a rotor and stuff. I'm always home when the kids are home or I'm there picking them up. Um, and I teach one evening a week and I teach, I'm going to, I was meant to have Fridays off, but luckily I had high demand. So I've now teaching on a Friday morning, a new class. Um, and that's kind of how I balance it now. Plus I try and I still teach about 20% online so I can see people, you know, one after the other very, I start very early in the morning. That's one thing I do. I start at seven in the morning, a few days a week. Yeah. That's what I, I start at six. It is, Mm. Just the thing is, it's like you say, it's demand, and we're very much in. You know, people say, "Oh, it's wonderful when you're self-employed because actually you can work any hour you want." And you go, "What are you talking about? I work no. every I want." <laughs> yes, exactly. It uh, suit me. You've but you're time. also working around the kids and getting in, yeah. Yeah. and yeah, you definitely. know, other clients as well. And it's it's pretty yeah. intense. Do you are you able to switch off completely once kids are home? Do you, or do you find yourself being torn and sort of in your phone? And I'm definitely on my phone way too much because I think the whole social media world is, it's <laughs> actually been quite hard on all of us, you know, which we have to almost be on it a lot because if you're not engaging and you're not involved, you struggle. And I think that um, I, if that wasn't the case, I actually think I'd be a bit more chilled out about it. But I, there's a couple of afternoons a week where my kids get home a bit earlier than the other days. And I sort of make myself, I like do home, that's my night to do a bit of extra homework with them or phonics with my little one. Um, so I try to make sort of in my head say these two hour blocks or whatever, I'm not going to be on my phone. But I do find it really hard. I think we're all glued to our phones, aren't we? It's terrible. Yeah. And then um, and I get annoyed at my teenagers for being glued to their phones. They're just like, well, look at you, mum. And I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah. I know, we're trying to make money. <laughs> we do have moments where we're telling our kids off whilst on our phones and it's it's really hard um we you know that's how we set up our business and what can you do yeah it's always exactly. tweaking and trying to uh find ways to uh well be on the phone less really yeah. um, the other thing i love what you said is um you know when you said you know if the kids are around and you're exercising um, you just sort of continue as best you can and i think it's so important for our kids and they are so lucky in that exercise just seems to be something that is around them mm. something that is um, you know your mum as you said you know always exercise but mm. um, but their generation they were you know 30 40 years ago as far and you know fewer and far it between it wasn't the norm exactly um but i love that there's always weights around there's always exercise and it's just a way of life rather than uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Do they work? Yeah, they do. I mean, it depends on what mood they're in. But um, obviously, there's been times where 
they've worked where I've worked out and they've been there every single time. So it became a right, let's all get involved or, or they're, they're dancing around. So I'll finish my workout and we'll just start dancing together. So it's more of a dancing and then they might try and do a little bit of their yoga that they've been doing at school with me. Um, but there it's a mixture, but I think to be honest with you, they're so used to it now. They just play in there a little bit. So we have one main room in the house where I train as well. So they sort of know mummy's got that little tiny section that she's allowed. And then we've got these other bits and then they, they kind of let me get up there. They're so used to it. I don't think they even notice it actually, to be honest with you anymore, but they're quite active kids anyway, luckily. That's brilliant. Yeah. Also nowadays there is so many after school type of different types of exercise and exactly do that you really can um, get them involved in everything. Like I said, my uh, grandma was a yoga teacher. Mm. And when I was a little girl, uh, she always did yoga with us. And so that was always That's like, amazing. really part of, you know, our kind of foundation. Yeah. Into... yeah, that's incredible. Really cool. And I've just now got my parents exercising. My dad is 79. And oh, my wow. Five, and I have them every week exercising. And they, I mean, they're annoyed at themselves that they didn't, start it earlier mm. you know they, they i think you know everyone is finally cottoning on that you know the, the ingredients for a longer life is you know lifting weights gaining strength mm. and then you know it's uh, there's no age a really, to start a really positive thing that has come out of this whole kind of menopause revolution is that um, you know the, that a lot of that generation? Although it's not positive for them, but it will be hopefully positive for us. <laughs> us, yeah. Take any HRT, and some of those ladies now are starting to get osteoporosis and other yeah. issues because of that and lack mm. of these. And so they are now seeing what the media are saying about um, menopause and what they've basically missed out on, and now they're trying to kind of catch up a little bit. Yeah, uh, hopefully that will be really positive for our generation who are kind of the next to go through it. Well, yeah. mm. 10 years. Um, so we hopefully will be much more um, ready. And like you say, have our kind of body armor to yeah. protect us and help but, us. But also, um, you know, common thing, it's obviously a, a male thing too. And, you know, you hear time and time again about someone who has a fall mm. and, then, and then they deteriorate rapidly. Yeah, it can kill you. Yeah. yeah. So um, whether it's they catch pneumonia or they have so much muscle wastage and it's just sort of a rapid decline. And, you know, it's it's nice that they're that they are seeing exercise as something um, positive rather than the fad. You know, I really mm. I know when I started exercising, I think my mum probably thought I was going to raise, you know, just mm. it wasn't something she had to do, but it was, you know, a, a phase and. You know, it's nice now. But, um... Interesting, because I really started exercising for for fitness and strength, not for weight loss. I, mm. I it's very very quickly, and um, really felt like actually the next ten years were going to be brutal. And if I don't get myself in like you know tip top fitness <laughs> condition, how am I going to be able to like physically run around after them? Yeah, uh, that's really why kind of that really took um, brought me to the. Uh, to the gym and then got me mm. yeah yeah i guess we all come from very different um backgrounds yeah you know why i joined the gym a friend took me to a zumba class and i mm. love zumba. 
this isn't the end of the story. <laughs> she took me so many times so that I was like, if I join a gym, I can go to those Zumba classes and not have to pay each time I go. Yeah. And I saw the weights, and that was the last. Mm. And now when I think back, I'm so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm exactly the same. And when I've had to teach classes, anything like aerobics, I, I'm not good at teaching that. <laughs> it's hard. Anything you've got to do on that. Even when I go spinning, which is rare nowadays, I almost have to, um, I have to count to get the, to get, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I taught spinning. So I, uh, I work, when I worked in uh, one of the Virgin Actives, um, I taught spinning for quite a while, but I, mm. I, I couldn't do the whole listen to the beat thing. It just for me, <laughs> just had to go with the track. Yeah, and the right. I had to like properly coordinate each part of the track so that I knew that I could lead the class without having to listen to. Kind oh my of goodness music. that yeah, I'm not good with. I'm actually I love. I'm obsessed with music, but teaching exercise to it, no way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Did you ever consider? I mean, I never understand how the qualifications, personal training, Pilates. Now you're going to be a strength coach. Like, so did you have to do? Did you have to do all the different qualifications? Have you done all the qualifications? Yeah, I would have done the same as you, but my level three was in Pilates, whereas I presume yours would have been PT or and your nutrition might be level four, I guess. Um, I'm doing the equivalent now of a level four qualification for my coaching, but obviously it's a, it's a, actually a Canadian company that I'm using. So I don't really know where it kind of falls in levels, but it feels a little bit like A, because I've obviously taught A levels and that's like a level four equivalent. So I feel like I'm doing something level four or beyond, but it's, I couldn't call it a level four qualification, but I did actually do exercise to music. That was how I got my level two. Which would not be making any sense to anyone if you're not in the in the business. But yeah, that was my. I mean, I don't know how I did it, but I did. Yeah, um, I was get through that. I think the like, teacher just really liked me, and I passed really <laughs> My options, I did when I did my courses. I had lots of CPDs I could do as well, and one of the options was exercise music, and I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. And um, <laughs> when we did our level of our nutrition, we it took us a year, so we. Mm time for a year where we were still working and you know I've got four kids and Charles got three and we sort of lock ourselves away in our dining rooms like yeah just I mean is that the same for you you just have yeah. to stuff off and just get through the work yeah and what I'm trying to do is use it whenever I finish a chapter I'm trying to quickly use it so like I was running a strength training program that I've just finished and I was, as I was learning more, I was using that so that I've got a now a, a, you know, a ready to go program and I can use all the knowledge I've already learned. And I, when I build on that, it will just be more, you know, more value. That's excellent. That's really good. Fantastic. Cool. Did well, we have any other questions? I'm trying to think. <laughs> I think we've pretty much covered everything. Yeah. Um, it's been really, really interesting, and always because Anna and myself have, have never taken the approach of the Pilates approach mm -hmm. at all. Um, which, by the way, um, I would, I would really, really love to try. Um, so we should have a chat. I would love um, to teach you too. Love <laughs> it. Um, but um, it has been really interesting hearing, you know, about strength from a different side of things. Mm. And past, we possibly um, not would have I wouldn't say we would have um poo-pooed <laughs> I can't think of the word I want to use Pilates is not quite you know the same as lifting heavy weights mm. but 
um, I think that if you are doing Pilates and not lifting heavy weights, I still think that would be really great for your body. Oh, yeah. I've got most of my clients, to be honest with you, don't. They just do Pilates. Yeah. And um, especially people who are, um, have injuries or less mm. kids, um, or, or really yeah. just, or just lifting heavy weights just doesn't, um, doesn't suit them or mm. them in any way. Um, as long as they're doing something to strengthen their muscles. Yes, uh, exactly. Their, their posture and their core, um, that should really help them massively. Yeah. Uh, growing older. Yeah, it's the best anti-aging workout because it pulls everything back where it where we don't want it to be. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. And thank you. For thank you. Us. And if anyone has just caught the end of it, we will save it on our grid and we will tag you as a collaborator, which means um, I don't know if it gets shared on yours, but who knows? We'll find out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but thank thank you so much it's so lovely to talk to you ladies thank you so so much and thanks for doing everything you're doing as well to spread the same message and good luck with your uh, the rest of your qualification as well thank you so much <laughs> have a good evening thank See you guys you. take care bye <laughs>